welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is, you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It's deja vu on Drag Race España as a runway from Italia travels west as drama hits the main stage as the inevitable question makes makes its debut this season. The queens made ads on why we should come to Spain and I am, yeah, I'm ready to book my ticket. It's time <laughs> to talk all things Drag Race España too with my guest Sharon Cox. Hello, how are you? Hello, thank you for having me. It's so nice to have you. Welcome to the Block Talk family years i'm excited i'm super excited i'm also um thinking about going to spain like i know (laughs) um i'm very lonely and apparently you go to spain and all you do is have sex just the whole the whole trip there (laughs) all you do in spain is sex 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 um but honestly i'm sure if they if the queens of the u.s were told to make an ad they would probably do something very similar (laughs) too well Depends yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into the into the whole yeah. like censorship. But yes, uh, it it was it was very out there for sure. It sure was. Now, Drag Race is funny too. We are getting very close to the end. Uh, final six in this episode. How have you been enjoying the season so far? I have been enjoying the season very much. I think that um, there there is a couple of misses on several of the episodes, especially the later three episodes have been a little bit uh, with with what the girls are presenting um but it is like it just reminds me of like drag race us when it first started um it was uh creative and not saying that it's not creative now but it's become really much runways nowadays sure. but um it was a lot more raw and mm-hmm. so drag race España kind of brings that air of relief of like okay drag can be a little bit raunchy and can be yeah. a little bit loose and um drag is fun yeah. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's that's what I like about this season. Um, but yeah, no, I I'm 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 enjoying it for sure. Yeah, I, I am too. Um listeners, if you haven't already heard, I'm gonna be at DragCon this weekend. I'm very excited. Only one queen from Espanol will be there. Uh, Miss Carmen Ferrala, of course. Um oh, hopefully, hopefully I'll get to chat with her. Um I'll either need a translator or hopefully her English is good <laughs> enough for me. Because uh, someone's like, no, she doesn't talk. She doesn't speak English. I'm like, yes, she does. She has to. I need to Google speak Translate, to her. baby. Just Google Translate. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it'll, it'll come up in podcasts. I'm just going to work. Otherwise, I'll just take pictures with her and be like, I can't stand you, you bitch. You perfect human. <laughs> I'm very jealous. I don't get to go to uh, DragCon this year. I know. I, I'm, I'm so, this is my first time in LA um, since 2001. So the first time since being an adult. Oh. Um, I've never <laughs> been to DragCon LA, but I've been to New York. But I've heard this one's ginormous. I mean, there's going to be over 130 queens there. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. 
It's smell. I'm just kidding. Listen, <laughs> my friend, my friend, dear Amanda Pork was like, it's going to be 90s. And I was like, no, 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 no. In that, in the conference hall, it's going to be probably 20 degrees because they're going to have to jack up that AC. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want those tights to start smelling like corn chips and, and body spray. It's exactly, that's not a... exactly. Um, oh, that's what I know. Oh, frick. I'll get it. I'll get it. I was like, because I have to wear my block talk shirt. I have to debut it. Uh, I have to wear it all three oh, days. You got so I have to, I, have, I, I know. Yeah. I have to get a, um, um, Febreze so I can wear it every day. Otherwise, I, I'll be stinky. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm excited to see some friends I haven't seen in a while. Um, I got your name from someone who's going to be there, Russell Zacker. Yes, I'm super excited. I mean, this connection, like this world is mm-hmm. like getting smaller for me. And I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, I like love it. it. So I, I'm excited to see him because it's been a while since I saw him because I only saw him for 10 seconds at the Glam Awards. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, it's going to be a fun time. I get to see people I haven't seen before, meet people I, 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 I who listen to the podcast, hopefully, and, and see the queens I've met before. And hopefully they remember me. Oh, they will. They definitely will. Well, let's dive into this episode. The Amante has left the building, but her antenna remains. Uh, lovely gift or bad luck, you decide. Estrella wonders if she wore what, um, if she had worn it, would she have gone home? Anything is possible. Listen, there Benedito, are curse items. <laughs> exactly. Benedita thinks it's fair that the Amante went home as she lives in twice in a row, and Estrella, um, and she has a special relationship. So clearly that's what she cares about. She doesn't care about um, talent. Uh, it's all about relationships in Spain. Now, as Estrella is wiping away the mirror message, she decides to place her bare ass skin on the mirror and the bulbs burn her. Welcome to science, friends. Hot things are indeed hot. <laughs> I don't know what she was thinking. Um, I, maybe maybe she thought her ass was um, indest- indestructible. Um, <laughs> and maybe according to come to España, bitch, uh, that is the case, but not when it comes to light bulbs. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's gonna hurt. Well, Marina tells Estrella she's lucky with the lip sync being Andalusian. She says, say uh, it's an amazing song, so she could put her all in it, and Estrella let Rocio possess her. Set last finally gets a win, and the congratulations she wanted. From almost being in the bottom to winning, it's the boost of energy she needs to tackle the rest of the competition and what's to come. Sharon will say that she's very proud of Setless as she was given some lessons at home, and her baby is where she needs to be. And I was like, baby... Baby, are we just using the word baby, or are we, or, or is this a um, a mother that we did not know about? Yeah, I, don't, I didn't, I didn't catch that. Even in the spanish like it was. I weird. thought um, Dragucana was her mom. Yeah, Maybe she's I, like, I fuck that bitch. I, I, I picked strong. <laughs> I don't know if it's one of those things where she's just because she is the oldest and she's yeah. taking care of the youngest um, in the show, and it's like kind of like a show mom kind of thing. Right. But it was just it like was I called. Jo- just like I called Georgia's my little baby pocket twink. I'm not her daddy. I mean, I should be, but she's my little baby pocket twink. And I can't wait to this. I can't wait to tell her that. Um, I hopefully love her. she doesn't get a restraining order on me next weekend. She won't. She has no idea what's going on around her either. So she's she's fine. She's fine. I'll have what she's having. Well, <laughs> as they do drag, they note that there are only six left. Estrella puts the antenna on Setless's head and tells her that she's going to be lip syncing next. And oh boy. What does happen next? That thing I is know, cursed. right? <laughs> it is cursed. They should keep um, it around. Now, we're going to get a montage of moaning as Setless literally is untucking. Other people are ripping hair out. And Estrella says she's like Sailor Moon if she was a 50-year-old alcoholic. <laughs> God, these queens are wild. Listen, when, 
When, when she said that, I literally, I didn't have the subtitles put in yet. And my husband is American. Uh, and so I'm listening to the whole show in Spanish. And he's just kind of doing things around the house. And I bust out laughing. And I just kind of rewind it, put the put the subtitles and hope that he's going to laugh just as much as I did. And yes, it was just as funny because it also stopped right there on that, like steel of her with that jam on her forehead and like yep. halfway out of drag. <laughs> yeah. Well, the queens are going to arrive playing imaginary football because choices. These entrances into the workroom. um, Maybe we need to start having classes on what you should be doing because these are bad. They're terrible. terrible. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. (laughs) Now, Janiji asks if they had straight man's milk in the morning. And I say, more choices. (laughs) Literally the the hashtag of the entire episode. Exactly. Well, they're going to move on from football to their ball. And they're going to find out how they're feeling. Vanadita is happy, obviously. And same with Australia, as she is still there. Australia will put her look in the oven and watch it burn alive, but Sharon has another idea for her. Put it in the Estrella Extravaganza Museum. She wishes she had a museum to put all her paintings she's painted, her CD if she has one, and lots of sculptures of females with penises. Would you go to the Estrella Extravaganza Museum? Um, depending on how much the uh, admission is. <laughs> like, it just, you know, if it's... It, to go. I, I would probably would like to get paid to go, but yeah. um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. This. Is she a painter? Apparently. Uh, now she is. She said it. What would be in your museum? In my museum? Um, tights that smell like corn chips. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I, wa- I promise I wash my tights. Um, my, my wigs. Uh, I use wigs by Carlos. Hats by Carlos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely those will be uh, in there. Um, and then I think. I don't know. Oh, nails. Like okay, right. finger, like fingernails from drag after the show. That's sort of the first thing that I just pull off for some reason. I just start right. spitting them out into places. So just a jar of nails of All discarded right. nails. Yeah. All right. This um I will have to get paid to go to that museum as well. <laughs> All right. Well, Sabreem arrives and it's spring. How do we know? Because she's wearing florals. Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. He's accompanied by a huge gong and Jiriji thinks they're about to have a tea party and I'm like dream on girl Supreme's going to reveal that for their mini challenge they have to get into the fighting spirit but more than that in a moment first we must discuss our pit crew member who Sitla says must be from the Canaries because of their height their tan complexion and their big dick doing, doing, um, doing. and big dicks will be a theme of this episode um, again more <laughs> on that soon um very handsome men and again like these editors these camera people they love the close-ups of the men in their undies absolutely and they're using um rings <laughs> they're definitely using rings and um push-up underwear mm-hmm. uh, because they are standing in ovation uh in a very weird position but um i'm not complaining no i'm definitely no, not, not at all not at all um <laughs> Could I tell you the brand of underwear? Yeah, it's addicted. Uh, because, yeah, we're all fucking addicted to these crotches at this point. Will I ever buy a pair of addicted underwear? No, I could. No, no I would not look as good. Not me. Wouldn't happen. <laughs> Wouldn't happen. Well, they're going to have 15 minutes to get into drag, but, and they have to put on a provi- uh, one of the provided blue suits and write an intro line that, that describes them at their fear system why they're fighters. Now, Australia is a special kind of stupid, and as in this moment, she will ask Supreme if they have to write it on their face or their suits. 
And Supreme is like, bitch, we have pens and paper. We're not that poor. That, that line, just when she goes, Drag Race España has paper, and we can <laughs> afford pens. <laughs> I was like, like wow, Australia. Now, as we see them painting and getting into face, we see Marina is dressing like a smurf. Uh, she was thinking that she's going to pay homage to the sky or the sea. And I'm like, mm. I would like to spend one day in her brain because it's not where I live. It, no, it's it's always left and yeah. maybe a little bit behind, but it's always left. Now, Soraya is going to go club kid because people don't understand. That's on them. And I was like, that's smart thinking. That's, that, that's good. Correct. So the other thing that I noticed, and I could not figure this out, but if you if you did see when they're putting on their uh, looks, they mm-hmm. also kind of have this like trash bag vest thing that has Christmas lights attached to them, because I guess they wanted them to shine through the suits. Why? That's what that. Was. I couldn't even tell you. I don't know why. But it's funny you you don't see the lights later on in the second half of the mini challenge. No, but you see them when they're just standing there in full lights. Because I was wondering why are the suits shining? I didn't notice the I didn't notice the shawl. Yeah, they put these like like these. It was it was very strange. All right, well, it's time for Supreme to tell them why they're wearing the suits because they're going to inflate, and it's time to get their sumo on. Um, and apparently you're not allowed to fart in them because it'll just sit in there. Um, good to know. Not that I've ever done this before. Have, how would you do in this challenge? Um, so from the beginning, like when I saw the suits, at first when I saw the suits, I thought it was going to be like a painting challenge. Like, well, Let's make another awful painting of Dolly Parton and RuPaul. Um, but I, I didn't, I didn't when I saw the gong and then I was like, oh, they're going to sumo wrestle. Like that's, yeah. that's what that is. Um, so I, I'm, I'm six, four, so I can probably hold my ground. Um, unless it's like, who was it that jumped on somebody like a little monkey? Was it Setless or? Um, Well, Setless and Marina, both of them did that. (laughs) Yes. Unless somebody jumps on me and just grabs onto my waist. But, um, but no, yeah, I, I, it was entertaining, um, Mm -hmm. to see them bow-legged because the suits made them just... (laughs) Their legs were just so separated. All right, let's introduce our queens. Who's afraid of the big bad wolf when you can be a thirsty bitch? It's Joriji Dukli. Measuring five foot two, 60 kilos, and suffering from a bout of sunstroke as she is caught in the dunes of Maspalomas. It's Drag Setlas, darling. Is she really five two? Yes. I yes. thought she was taller than I thought she was at least five six, five seven. Five no. two? That's that that that's that's my little baby pocket twink sight. Five That's two, gorgeous. and now and now you have to remember that she's from the Canary Islands. So when they do carnival, they wear they're known for wearing these huge heels that she right. wore that she wore on her talent. Um, I was watching her videos last night from the from the carnival, and she is taller than most of those dancers from those heels. So if she's only five two, those heels have to be ginormous because she Same. towers over the dancers. Insane. But again, I'm not sure if Spanish people are shorter. They must be. They have to be. Because if she's 5'2 and everyone's just slightly taller than her, Jesus! Yes. Like, Marina's probably only six foot. And I was like, oh, but she, she's got to be 6'4". No! Not according that's why, to... That's why I'm worried if I ever get on Drag Race, the cameras are going to be right here. <laughs> well, I mean, that was Diabetes this season because she's 6'4 yeah. out of drag. Yeah. And she, she turned into a monster lady. 
All right. Forza Marina is a warrior that arises from the marine depths. That makes her tough to beat. That's what she wrote. That, that not whatever. Right. Not Margaret Thatcher or Angela Merkel or Ayuso. She's got the power, like the dragsters of the universe, Sharon. An error that causes an enormous ass, Venedita Von Das. She didn't come to model, she came to fight. The most divine plus size fighter. I hold you in my place with my ass and kill you with a fart. Estrella Extravaganza. What would your sumo fighter lantern line be? Um, you can hear her from a mile away. She's loud. She's annoying. Is a brain donkey of the South, Sharon Cox. <laughs> there it is. They're going to be fighting in Paris. And whoever gets their opponent out of the ring first wins. The last person standing will win a prize and advantage in the maxi challenge. First up, we have Setless and Venedita. And Setless is whipped around like a little rag doll or an aggressive billy goat, but then she gets her attack in and defeats Venedita. Uh, Venedita calls her a demon dwarf like a chihuahua or a Yorkshire terrier, which she finds to be the worst kind of dog and always belongs to bad people. Her words, not mine. <laughs> I don't like yappy dogs. I have two beautiful doodles. I love my doodles, but no, yappy dogs... No, yes, listen, chihuahuas are not for me. Um, I would step on it without looking at it. Um, uh, my dogs have to be either medium size or large dogs. Um, but my dog, um, not to you know promote my dog here, but my dog is actually a, get ready, Lab Pitbull Yorkie Maltese. What does that even look like? Um, you? Weird. I mean, she's she's like cute, weird. <laughs> we're, we're, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, dad was six pounds, mom was eighty pounds. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Happy Friday night to them. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Round two, we got Sharon and Estrella, and Sharon calls Estrella the Boulder from the Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I was like, that's funny. Uh, but within seconds, Estrella just pushes her out. Next, we get Jirigi and Marina, and Marina is not used to the vulgar situation, so she's essentially just hugging Jirigi as they dance around. Their boring fight results in Jirigi out as Marina wins, and Jirigi claims that she didn't put all her in, all of her in, otherwise she would have hurt Marina, and I'm like, blah, blah, the delusion blah. of this child. We're now going to have three left, but we're just going to go to the first two, because they're going to battle. It's, it's today in a set lesson. Setla says you can't move a mountain, and Estrella is worried about the dwarf who turns into a baboon with a giant red ass. <laughs> the monkey dwarf loses as Estrella literally picks her up and pushes her out. The final round will be Estrella versus Marina, and Marina's strategy is to dance to confuse Estrella before attacking. Listen, those spins, they were gorgeous. I could not Listen, do that. The spins and that blow-up suit, <laughs> I lost Good it. for her. First of all, because her, her tactic was to confuse she confused us because I didn't know where she was going. She just started spinning and it was just this giant blue blob. Just spinning Violet Beauregard. <laughs> yes, it was it was a lot, but it, I guess now, it worked for a little bit. Now when, but when she did attack, she basically front backpacked Australia, um, kind of like a chimpanzee. Yes. But Australia will ultimately get her, her out and win. Are we surprised? No. No, no. And oh, she even said girl, that she was going it. at it. She said she was yeah. going at it. She said she was not going to pull back. And she did that. I mean, she did that. Now, as the winner of the challenge, Free Now is giving her a free month on all taxi, motorbike, carpool, scooter, and electric bike service. Oh, and she gets to assign the teams. But we'll talk about that shortly. Um, I want free service for a month. I would go everywhere. I just 
I, so I live in Alabama. Alabama doesn't have public transportation. I mean, they do have public transportation, but mm-hmm. the distances are longer. They're country miles. Sure, sure. So you live normally in the outskirts of the city. We don't live in Birmingham, like in the big, you know, in the downtown area. So when she won that, I was like, you can't even give her Lyft or Uber? It had to be a taxi? Free now sounds like a great app. I don't know. I mean, I want, a, I want a scooter. I love scooters. Scooters are fun. Those I'm motorized scooters are scooter. cool. <laughs> I can't either, but I kind of want to see it now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, for this week's Max Challenge, they will be in Paris and star in ads for why Spain is the best and why queens from all over the world should make it their destination. Come to Spain, bitch. So Sorrel finds this to be a difficult challenge as they don't have any advertising writing experience. But hey, this challenge ain't new on this show. They knew it was going to come at some of point. Of course. Yes. And, and that's the thing. It's like, I mean, I know it's just season two, but there is a pattern and there is, and there, and there is a couple of things that you can, okay, well, they did this in season one, most likely they're going to do in season two. And then by season three, they'll know exactly what they're doing. But yeah, they knew this was coming. And Benedita is worried about the shooting as you need to know exactly what you want. Of course, they're, they're, they're new to television. They're learning. Estrella is going to get to pick the Paris, and of course she picks her own. She's not stupid. She'll pair Gerigi and Benedita, and then Marina and Setlas. Fine. I don't. I don't see any problems with these pairs. No. I mean, I think I think they were good. Um, Estrella went ahead and took the season. You know, of the course. season actor, and and the rest are okay. I think that. If one of the other girls would have ended up with Sharon, maybe they would have been better. But um, I mean, Estrella played her game right. And for me, it's not about the acting, it's about the idea. And we're going to talk about why the ideas flopped for two out of three. Now, Marina is okay with Setless as she likes her vibe and thinks they can come up with something interesting. But before they head off, it is revealed that Ruth Lorenzo is their special guest judge. Are you familiar with her work? No, I am actually not. Well, she is best known for placing fifth in X Factor UK Series 5 and for representing Spain in Eurovision in 2014, where she placed 10th. Now, since it is Eurovision week and I'm a huge Eurovision fan, I am all in on Spain this year. Come on, (laughs) slow-mo, best song. If they can make it literally rain on stage, they're going to win. It's going to be so good. Uh, This girl is a star. I can't wait. Um, so that's my prediction. Spain's going to take it all. Nice, nice. I, I, I love your vision. Um, it's straight people doing, um, you know, gay things. And the gayest things. The gayest things. But isn't it one of those things, gay or European? <laughs> but that's what I was going to say. I was like, that's why I said straight people, because yeah. you're European. I don't think. Uh... <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, the queens are going to split up into their pairs to begin brainstorming. Sharon is going to come up with the idea that they can play off that Spain is a small place, but everything is big. Even the glory holes are big. And don't worry, we'll get our fair share of glory holes later. Estrella will tell us that working with Sharon could work against her because they say they work well together, but her theory is if it ain't broke. And I agree. If if it's working for you and you know the product's going to be good, just do it. Correct. Yeah. Estrella wants to do the whole ad with a focus slogan. I'm like, that's smart, girl. You've mm-hmm. watched this show before. Now, the two of them have been onions. They've been nuns. What will they be next? We're going to find out soon. Sharon wants to know if Estrella was being strategic when she picked her teams, and she says no. She isn't sure if Setless is upset with her that she paired her with Marina, but apparently she looks pissed. 
Marina is going to tell her partner that the important thing is to have a very clear idea of the gags and the jokes and the characters. And I say, yes, for most people, as long as they're good ideas. Douglas <laughs> tells us that she doesn't think that Estrella is an idiot. She knows how to sign the roles. She just really wanted to work with Sharon. And I get it. Why wouldn't oh, you? She's absolutely. a legend. Yes, Great. absolutely. And, 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 you know, you see what she's brought, you know, on this many challenges um, and some of the runways. Um, but it's, you know, you just you just kind of scope out your your cast and your castmates and see which one is going to actually get you the win. Now, did they know that they were going to be judged together or you know what I mean? Like that was that was the iffy part because with getting somebody like Sharon, Sharon can take the plate and then you end up in the bottom. But, exactly. you know. I think I think Estrella played the game right. Now, Marina wants to start off with their names and says for her, she's going to go with Marina de Molinos. Anyone care to translate for me? What's the joke? I what I I I, I don't I don't know oh, Marina. So Marina, it's like a marina, right? Right. Um, and Molinos, it's a windmill. So I'm not sure. I don't know if that's a Spanish thing. So I'm like, windmills at the marina? Is that? I'm just That's weird. Venezuelan. Okay. So I'm just a Venezuelan girl here. in the South, girl. I have no idea. <laughs> now, Marina will note that she's used to being the one to come up with ideas and writing in this pair. So she's it's fair for her to be, uh, for everything to fall on her. Setless just happens to be up for anything. She's such a bottom. The she's ready bottom. to go. And you'll see it later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, Marina knows that sex sells, and that will work for Venedita. And Setless says Jorigi too, but Marina doesn't see her being comedic. And we're going to talk about comedic a lot later on. Jurichi's idea is that they are looking for the gay kiosk. Her character will be a brain-dead bimbo like her, and she'll be going to the beach with her best friend. They will talk about the best food and cocktails, and they're going to eat and drink sexy. And that's all we're going to hear about their idea. And I'm like... I, do, I okay. don't understand the kiosk thing. I didn't either. Like but everyone's laughing at it. It's like I don't. What's funny? Like okay, maybe you're you're in Key West and you're finding those spots at the beach, but we yeah. don't call this kiosk. Um, <laughs> so mm -hmm. I don't I don't know. It was it was it was weird. It was weird, and it was very uh, just flatline yeah. to me. Now, without warning, we're already heading to the set to film the scenes, and Supreme is on hand to help the queens film. First up is Sharon and Estrella. They are going to be two drag reporters who come to the nice place. Their outlet, FS. Filthy sluts. Filthy sluts. <laughs> the message that Estrella wants to pitch is that the penises are big. And Supreme is just like asking for a clarification, but clearly she knows what's up. They also have big poppers and big fun. So why have I not been to Spain is a travesty <laughs> that needs to be fixed. It needs to be rectified. Would you? If you had a bottle of poppers that was that big, yeah. would you carry it with you everywhere? We're going to talk about poppers shortly uh, because poppers, uh, well, you know, let's, let's talk about poppers now. Australia says poppers are the best and I have to say, I do enjoy them. Um, but it was only three years ago that I had my first experience with poppers. Mm -hmm. In a shocking twist of events, my straight brother had them first. He and his friends love poppers. And I was like, oh, is that like a college thing? What the fuck? Well, it, you know, that 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 surprises me that a stray man would have a poppers, would have a popper. 
poppers. Anyways, um, I know of straight girls who go to the yeah. gay clubs and while they're <laughs> dancing, they'll do yeah. poppers to feel great. Um, I have high blood pressure problems and migraine, so poppers don't agree with me. <laughs> right, right. I, I, I as well too, same also. Um, that's why it's a rare occasion. Yeah. Nothing's off the table in Los Angeles, though. I'm just gonna say that. All right, <laughs> my my friend who's assisting me is like, we're gonna go out, and I'm like, I have work to do, like at the sh- the convention, so we can't be out too late. Yeah, yeah. Just go for it. <laughs> yeah, no party, no party um, planning. We'll just we'll just do a little um, one 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 little popper. But the pair is going to start filming as Shreya has two ass cheeks up in her eardrums. <laughs> that was. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, I would pay to be in between those cheekbones. Yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty. Now, Sharon is doing a shot where she is getting fucked in the butt. Straight to the point. She was inspired by the pit crew members to nail this scene. And boy, I can't wait to discuss this in full form later. Oh god. Wow. Now next it, it up, was yeah. also it was also just like a one thing. Yeah. Like there wasn't any like follow-up to it. Nope, this, this, they gave us the basics, the things we needed to know before we saw the video. They were very, the editors were very smart here. They yeah. just gave us the bare minimum. Just a little bit, a little bit of the video. Next up, we have Venedita and Jirigi. Uh, They're going to be sexy and old ladies who don't accept their age. We're going to see a lot of boobs jiggling. And once again, another shot, another episode of blurring. I guess you can't even show silicone nipples in Spain. Yeah, and, and, and what was it? Um, UK. And in UK, yeah. you can show nipples or you can show silicone yeah. nipples. And it was, I I guess I hadn't paid attention in previous episodes. If there was a nipple, I didn't. But when she came out and it was blurred, I was like. There have been a lot of blurring this season um, on Espana. Not just nipples, but um, booties. Oh, a lot really? of booties. And Bush, Bush. Remember Gigi's Bush? Yeah, a couple of yes. Uh-huh. yes. All right. Well, Supreme is going to give them a direction to act stupider. Have you ever been directed to do that as a drag artist? Act stupider. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought this was going to turn into the Spanish version of like Thelma and Louise, only they were going to be like lesbian lovers. Like I didn't know what their plot line was supposed to be here. No, I don't either. And after we watched it, yeah. Still don't. It still, still don't. I woke up this morning wondering it. <laughs> Now, the pit crew joins in on the fun, and they are literally just having sex on the side. What a rough job these boys have. I know, right? I wonder... Never mind. I'll just wonder that to myself. They get paid for this shit. I wonder if things happen. They probably... There's probably a pit crew house where they all live together, and when they're not filming the show, they are working on their OnlyFans. And that's the TV show I want to watch. Exactly. (laughs) Only, only, well, no, all the pit crews are beautiful, but the Espana one will get my subscription. Yeah. Now, Venadiza feels like if their shoe doesn't work, at least the making of it will. I was like, yeah, yeah, as we're talking about it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, we have Setless and Marina. They are going to be playing characters from the Canaries and Catalan. And Marina has decided to be a nympho who wants to be elegant but likes to party. And Setless' character is a bit more timid as she's trying to explain what she's going to do. You can see the wheels turning in Supreme's head like she's saying, please don't make me have to send you home for a poor performance. I don't want to send you home. I like you too much. Yeah, it's like they didn't, they wrote it down. Yes, they probably wrote it down, but it's just like they didn't. It didn't work. 
they didn't think about it. No. It was like, ugh. It's there. Like, the joke is there. Like, you have the basics of it, but you're just kind of skimming the surface. Yeah. Now, as they're starting to film, it's just like a typical night out. And Supreme was like, this is Spain. Why are we coming here? Please tell us. And they don't change a thing. <laughs> Deluxe pussy is the catchphrase. And Supreme was like, we're going to try that again. And that's a wrap on that. That's all we get. That's if if the host of the show says, mm, let's let's try that again. Maybe you should yeah. be like, let me do something different this next right. time we do it, because obviously we're not using that first thing. It was it was sad. Now it's a new day in the workroom, and somehow the cast got their hands on those uh, feather fans, um, and they're gonna try to enter all sexy and cool. It works for Drizzy, but behind the second set of feathers is the new look for Venedita. She has bleached her chin strap. Yes. Why runway, baby? Yep, yep. You got to go all the all the way out. Even if, even if your skin on your face is burnt for the rest of the season. Exactly. Now, it's time to discuss how they're feeling. Australia and Sharon had a great time and it was fun. Benedict says they laughed a lot. And then she notes that she saw some faces from people that didn't look so happy. And that face belonged to Draxelas. She really, 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 really wanted Sharon. But sometimes we don't get what we all want. I still mm. don't have Scarlet Harlot. Just saying. Yeah, it's, you, you know, like, I, I think that I get you're in that place and you're locked up for, you know, however long it takes to film the show. But it's like they forget that they're doing a show and so their feelings get involved and it's just like, it's a show. You didn't get the person like you wanted. They forget they're on reality TV. <laughs> now, Estrella knows she risked it all and it may have been safe, but she knows what works and believes it works well. Setless knows that Estrella made a good choice, but she thinks taking a risk and choosing someone else would have been a good idea because if it gets boring, if you're going to do the same thing. But Setless thinks you're fooling her if Estrella really believes she didn't put too much thought into the teams. Mm. But it's time to put on some basic faces. Estrella and Marina are about to have a heart-to-heart, -heart, and she asks Marina how she's feeling inside. She will reveal that she misses her parents. She never thought she would, but not being able to talk to her mom about the usual stuff is hard. Not having her there feels weird. She shares that she's a maternal figure that goes beyond logic. They have a very visceral connection, and she didn't realize how much her amazing mother influenced her. How fitting that this happened on Mother's Day. On Mother's Day. Like, they planned it. Right. Um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's great to see drag queens having their parent support. Um, yeah. I won't know anything about it, but, um, it, you know, it's just, it's good to see that there are still people out there who support their children, no matter what, especially in the Spanish speaking world. Um, and I say that because, you know, Spain is not Latin, so I can't say Latin world. But anyways, um, so it's just one of those things where uh, in Latin America and in Spain, it's good to see that, you know, in such a chauvinistic and like male center culture that parents are supporting their queer children. So, I mean, I, it was it was a good moment. Um, Estrella was crying, but she wasn't crying. So that that threw me out because she was laughing a lot. Um, so I'm yeah. not sure if that's like a nervous laugh. <laughs> I think it is. I mean, Marina starts to get emotional, which gets Estrella going, and they're going to laugh through how strong that her mother is, and she mm. describes her as an Almodovar character and wants to record her all the time. And she says that her dad is incredible, too. I mean, yeah. can't forget about daddies. Um, they're her angels. 
Australia enjoy talking with Marina because she usually gives off a cold vibe and lives in her fantasy world. And she says it's nice to have a moment with her. Um, she says she's so lucky to have parents that she does. And she realized how much she's learned from them. She can't wait for them to see this episode. And I have to say, what a fake out this was. I totally thought Marina was going. Two weeks in a row, the <laughs> editors had me fooled. Listen, they. I think that other the other producers of this other franchises are like, so that's what you do in the States? Let me do this, but not give you what you think I'm about to give you. Because this happened several times. Oh, where so they're nice. like, wah, wah, wah. They're like, nope, they're saying. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, gays and days, Supreme Deluxe not only entered an incredible look on the main stage, she's a redhead. Wow, more of this, please. No more gray, no more gray. Oh, I absolutely love this look. And 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 I've I've been reading and watching other reviews, and people are like, what is this? Man, and I was like, no, it is it, it, it complements her skin very well. Yeah. The outfit with the leopard and the black and the red is like a classic combination, but it's still kind of cool. And then you have that like, you know, old drag queen, not all drag queen. <laughs> um Classical drag classic, queen. Yeah, yeah. Classic, classic drag queen updo with the little wispies on the sides. It was just, you know, N Nicole Page Brooks kind of hairdo. That was <laughs> cute. That was cute. It was really cute. Um, mm -hmm. No, she looked gorgeous. And I mean, her makeup is always on point. Like, yep. I can't stop looking at her eyes. Yep. On the panel, we have Javis Unlocking and her weird mohawk and Ruth Lorenzo. We're going to do things a little backwards. Uh, we're going to discuss the ads, then discuss the runways and the critiques. Mm -hmm. So, are you ready to discuss? Come to Spain, bitches. Venga, España, coño! <laughs> First up is Estrella and Sharon. And before it begins, Supreme says that the ads may offend some viewers. Oh boy, that's underselling things that we're about to see, aren't we? My phone died and I'm looking for the looks. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, no, I, I I was not ready for how raunchy it was going to be. So that was an understatement. Now, Estrella and Sharon, uh, they're great performers. They have a very similar essence, yet their own characterization. Um, I love this reporter vibe. I think it suited the concept incredibly well. Uh, so everything is big in Spain. As she says, just look at Estrella. Okay, and if you can't make fun of yourself, how can you make fun of anybody else? Correct. I mean, that's that's just, it, it was right there as a punchline. Go mm -hmm. for it and be okay with it because you know everybody else was going to make the joke. Now, right? what I appreciated about this whole moment was we're going to see the judges and the queens react as they're watching. The second that Estrella says that the penises are big, Ruth was mortified. She's shocked. I guess she's never met a horny gay before. Is that what the problem is? Why? Why are you shocked at big penises? I don't. I, maybe she's not had one, and you know, at maybe. that point, you just gotta be oh. Uh, but yeah, now, she was very surprised about a lot of things. Yeah. Now the glory hole bit, brilliant. I cracked up. I was dead. Yeah. I was like, this is funny. The giant popper bottle cut out. I think every bar needs one. Why do all the bars not have one? They should be photo ops. Oh God, that that popper bottle. It was so big. It was so cheesy. And it's like, we know it's a cutout, but yeah. they were still smelling right. cardboard. <laughs> now, 
we talked about the bit earlier, but Estrella committed to the bit of getting asses rubbed in her face. I mean, good for her. She wants that crown. Listen, well, I mean, even if there was no crown, would you not let the pit crew from España put their butt cheese on your cheeks? (laughs) Sharon getting it from behind. Funny. Estrella getting splattered with blood. Mortifying. But I literally laughed out loud. I was like, what the fuck? Blood? there, There was so much conversations about farts that I didn't see the red coloring on the splatter. And I thought it was something else. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought uh-huh. she hadn't prep, prep before, before she got it from mine. And then when the camera went back to it, it was blood. And I was like, I guess, I guess I was more mortified that could have been something else. And then when it was blood, I was like, oh, okay, blood. Okay. That, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, And I don't know if y'all had to include the chocolate penises in their ad, but they all deep throated those things. And was this a product placement? Oh, it was. Oh, it totally was. We'll learn as once they win the prize. Okay. I didn't pay attention to that. Okay. I didn't pay attention. We didn't know until the end. But I think the end with the old timey music and the glory hole and the two of them untucking and Ruth saying, no, 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 no. This was camp. This was drag. I'm never going to forget this moment. This was one of the best ads in the franchise history. And this is what I was talking about earlier. The, the rawness of drag, right? That we kind of have lost with this whole like next stop model kind of idea. I I just, I love it. I love it. I love how raw it is. It's one of the things that I love about you, um, Drag Race UK, the rawness, the campiness. They don't care to to get down and, and look a little bit weird during the maxi challenge as long as they can still like show up in the runway and look amazing. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was phenomenal. Now, before they get to critiquing them, Supreme wants to hear what Ruth has to say. Ruth will reveal that she had no idea what a glory hole is. She wanted to ask, and the entire panel was gagged. And Javier Calvo will say that it's like the game with the hammer, but vertical, and everyone wins. Yeah, sounds accurate. And you win because there's only one of them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, you could lose depending on what kind of penis you're getting out of it, but... um, Glory holes. Oh, whack-a-mole. <laughs> Literally. Um, all right, let's talk about Setla Santa Marina. Right from the start, this was a product of Marina, and her humor is, it's just not laugh-out-loud funny. No, and, and it's not even artsy. Like, it was no. it was left field. It was really weird. They, they're going to be promoting Spain's nightlife, and it's an instructional, but it took too long to get to the punchline of the tape. I think it would have been funnier to have been so committed to the bit of educating us as travelers and then to not want to be involved in all the sexy stuff during the tape. That's where the comedy would have come. Yeah. Where the juxtaposition comes. They didn't do that. They didn't lean mm-hmm. into it. They, Marina just did not know how to make this campy. It, it, yeah, it was just... It's like the jokes were completely missed, but they're so easy. Those jokes were so easy to just ex- execute. Um, but it was it was very flat line, very one line. It just it just didn't feel right. Now, speaking of deep throating, Setla, she can really deep throat the penis. Wow. I mean, she might only be only five two, but whew. <laughs> yeah. Um, and apparently we learned that um oral waits for you at the clubs in Spain. 
cool. Marina with oh. two men on oh. her legs sound like a very fun night. And I don't know if it was the subtitles or the the delivery delivery, but I think set less leading into the when Harry met Sally, Sally, I'll have what she's having bit. If it was campier, it would have worked much better, but it, she did it too dry. Yeah, and I don't know if um, she is just trying not to be pigeonholed. <laughs> <laughs> well, worked out. Um, pigeonholed in this whole situation. You know, she she later on we'll get into it. She talks about how she doesn't want to be like she wants to be versatile or whatever. But it was like she's from like I talked like I talked about her before. She's from a part of Spain from the Canary Islands where nightclub live is huge it's very club kid is that white makeup with the colors on top of it and she went completely like this character was just i feel like if she would have been the crazy one and then the other one would have been the more demure it would have made more sense but i don't know it just it felt like they made all the wrong choices they also brought out the giant popper cardboard and snorted it like there was Coke on it, um, which was a choice. But I have to say, Javier Cabo putting his face, his hands and on his head watching this whole scene was a mood. I think once both of them were getting it with no surprise was when the judges were like, they misunderstood the comedy of the assignment. <laughs> um, and then when it snows poppers, I said that just sounds like it was an accident waiting for to happen. Like, I don't want it to ever snow poppers. We I would all die. I don't know. I also don't understand the concept behind that. Like maybe put the poppers in a fog machine. Ah, fog machine poppers yeah. and get everybody. But no. I will say that when Stutless jumped into the pile of foam, that was a funny part. That was probably the funniest part. She committed to it. Yeah, or she slipped. I'm not sure, but uh, it, it was funny regardless. But re- what ended up happening was the delayed applause from the judges, and that says it all. Uh, that was like, yeah. Like, they, are, are, we, are we okay to clap for this? All right, and finally, we got Venedita Angerigi. Um, I think Venedita getting the voiceover was perfect. She has this very mystifying voice that should not have worked with the action, and that's why I felt it was at least funny on her end. Yes. Um, those boobs were not only flapping, but Benedita's straps in the back were also not even attached. No, no, yeah, they were. They were flapping it, around. Any moment she could have sneezed, those breasts would have just mm-hmm. blown now, off. Now, for her. me, this was more of a skit rather than an ad. Um, but I guess sex does sell. It was very, it was very European skit, like very, yeah. very much like a, like a, one of those skit TV shows, like a variety show kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but still I didn't see any heads or tells to it. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I just, mm, I didn't like it either. I mean, I liked it better than the last one. Right. Now, again, the gay kiosk, funny to the judges. I, I, right over my head. I, also, the Spanish word for it didn't work for me. Maybe it's a mm. Spanish, uh, like a like a Castilian mm. term. But I just, I I was like, I looked at my husband and I said, kiosk. What did, what's a what's a kiosk? So when Jerry said that she brought her favorite dessert, I was hoping so badly it was flan again. Uh, but no, no, oh. no, no. It was the candy penis. Um, but I was Venedita ready for the flan. I know, right? Vanadita loves lactose from a penis. And I was like. Oh, this is where we're going. 
Now the question is, were those things filled already? I don't know, but then the seagull shitting on them like it was cum. And then apparently the seagull dying. I was like, I have enough. I'm tapped out of this challenge. Can we stop it, please? I'm done. I don't like it anymore. Yeah, no, it was it was quite chaotic. Yeah. But we're not done because Jirigi's gonna come up with a word UV ray or something. I I didn't even get it. And I was like, I'm never gonna be the same, even if the sun is harmful to me or silicone boobs. I'm never gonna be the same to this. Challenge. Yeah, I think she was trying to say UV booby. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to spray each other with lotion. I'm like, that's naughty. Um, this was right in between the two. It was campy, but it was too naughty and raunchy. It crossed the line, yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. Now, let's talk about the runway. Category is Night of a Thousand Rafaelas. In honor of the runway, we are going to play Rafaela or Rafael Na. For those who didn't watch Drag Race Italia, Italia. Not have remembered this, they did an entire Raffaella Cara episode with a Rusical and this runway. If you thought the Italians had a love for Raffaella, the Spaniards have an upper hand. The panel was living and singing the entire time. So do you know Raffaella Cara was? I know as much research that I did for Drag Race Italia and then doing this. I know just a little bit about her. So, so she was a powerhouse, right? She started acting when she was a little kid and was in movies with Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra tried to get in her pants. She said no. So Frank Sinatra then ended up going with the other actress who was in the movie and they got married. They had a family, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, she also was a dancer and a singer and I don't know if in your research you had this in there, but she is known as the belly button of it, of Italy because she was the first one to show her belly button on TV to the point where the Vatican mm-hmm. tried to censor her show, then, you know, became the sex icon and then had a huge follow in Latin America and in Spain and then had a show in Spain for the longest time, which was like a variety show, a three-hour variety show. Goodness gracious. You had 20 guests in, a, in each show, and they sing, dance, did a telephone bit. Mm. Wah, wah. Um, she's phenomenal. She is phenomenal. She is a, one of the inspirations for both Madonna and Lady Gaga. So, like, she is, she is it, or she was it. Uh, so, but she was huge in Spain towards the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Yeah. Um, I, I, I had done a little bit of research um, prior to Italia. Um, I watched like one of her interviews with David Letterman, and yes. that was just off the rails. Just made no sense. I was like, I have to stop this because David Letterman can't handle this. He, he's, <laughs> he, he's done. Um, but I also know about um, Tuka Tuka. Yes, Tuka Tuka Tuka. Um, wow. <laughs> Apparently, touching people is very naughty. And, and touching people and their knees, their ankles, right. <laughs> their hips, shoulders. I was like, what head. the fuck? But yeah, this was the 60s, 70s. It was, yeah. it was forbidden. Couldn't do yeah. it. So yeah, it was kind of fun to see this runway come back. And we're going to I'm gonna make a comment at the very end of it because I have a very um, bold opinion. That's a point. But okay, let's go. Estre Extravaganza, hair by Turbo Geminis. She is paying homage to Rafaela's umbrella look. 
I think she looks so sexy here. Estrella, to me, has versatility. It may not be fashion or polish like some others, but she can pull it off because this is what she does. I think the red was a great color on her, even if the shoulder pads were um, a little crazy. The stone bra was sparkling in all the right ways. I just wish she would have combed out that wig a bit more to make it less of a shake and go. But this was the same problem I had with Italia. This is a hard wig for camera. Uh-oh. I have no error because um, I have to disagree with you. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, it has it didn't look didn't look nothing like Rafaela's. Uh, it was right. a pretty bra. I don't. I, it was a pretty bra. It was. Uh, I feel like it was a little bit ill fitting in the midsection area. Um, I wish you would have done like a stripe, like a black and white stripe, not gown, but maybe the jumpsuit was black and white stripe, mm -hmm. and then the legs were red, more bell bottom, more like Selena Quintanilla, the bottom kind of thing, like completely flare, like two big skirts. Um, this wigs party city central baby like this is synthetic we're not putting any powder on them we're not brushing them no. um but no i just didn't like it and i think i didn't like it because the picture they put next to it was not close enough so like to me they're praising some other people for getting close to the look and then they're not praising some others so it was just like I don't, a lot of I, didn't, I don't like hers. I didn't like hers. Now, Ambrosi will say that he loved her and Sharon working together again. He says it's obvious they work well together and they wanted to take a risk. He tells her that it's clear that everything that she does comes from the heart. Calvo says he likes the wig on the runway and that she looks stunning. Anna will say that she loves that she put a mask on her vagina. And then you see the same on the shoulder pads and breasts. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Rafaela. Um, Rafaela, no. That's fine. That's fine. Because the audience agrees with you. 44% Rafaela, 56% Rafael Na. Next up, Venerita Von Dash. Look by Antonio Velasco. Hair by Antonio Alvadaro. Uh, see, this is the hair that works. It's styled perfectly and looks like drag. Yes. I think the blonde chin strap was transformative this week. Have we seen this red sequin material on a million drag queens? Of course. Absolutely. But Vanadita has elevated the catsuit in this material with the sleeves. They're just brilliant. She really captured the essence of Rafaela and had a blast. Listen, this look looks the closest to possibly all of them. Um, but, you know, in Drag Race, they say if you want to do something, just add sparkle, right? And I think that the sequins don't take away from it. Um, I loved it. I absolutely yeah. loved that. And it was a different hair that we only saw on Rafaela for a little time, for a little period of mm -hmm. time. So she went with something different. So, yeah. Alavo says he liked the chemistry between the two and they worked well as the team, even though the characters were stereotypical. He knows who they are and what kind of weekend they had. Benedita will say that they are mature women who won't accept their age. Anna will raise her hand as she clearly let that hit home. But it won't be her. She will say that she liked the silhouette and the sleeve oozed glamour. It's a Raffaella for me. It's a Raffaella for me. I definitely, definitely. Audience liked it. 81% Raffaella, 19% Raffaella. Nah. <laughs> Next up, Jurigi de Clee. Look by Faver, fun by Fran Sanchez. This is Jurigi doing a different older generation of Raffaella. It's clean and polished, but still had elements of Jurigi in the paint. I know it's her thing, but the underlash and the pom-pom eyelashes really bother me here. 
That being said, the gown is very sexy on her, and I like that Shuri gave us a bit of camp with the stone foam coming from her in-betweens down there. Yes. I liked it because it was a little nod to her to her little section on her show where she would call random people on the on the phone book and then prank them pretty much. Um, so it was cute. I liked it. Um it almost looked very similar, like it looks like like she took it off of Rafaela and put it on her. Um uh, I mean, yeah, like uh, she's just she's great. She's great. <laughs> it was expected and safe. That's what it was. Expected and yes, safe. It was safe. It was safe. Convo says that she's getting funnier and more open with each passing week. Plus, she took out a phone from her pussy. What more can you ask from Drag Race? Anna says her look captivated her as its sophisticated and elegant Raffaella. She calls her makeup perfect. And Ruth, Ruth said she had the same feeling for both of them and felt they were very genuine and very relaxed. It's safe. It looks good. I'll give it a Raffaella, but I'm not like blown away. Yeah, I'll give her a Raffaella too. Um, and I'll make a comment once we're done with all of them about Raffaella. But mm -hmm. yeah, I'll give her a Raffaella. It's a safe look. The audience, 63% Raffaella, 37% Raffaella. Now, Sharon, hair by Raquel Gonzalez. This was the inspiration look for Electra Bionic. So it's official. Sharon is going to win the season. Kidding. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. This was created for a queen of an older age and less body. We do not have that sexy sentence with that Raffaella or Electra included. And that was really the highlight of the original look. Uh, hers was just so bleh. Um, shockingly, she looks older than she has in any other runway, which is not a good thing. <laughs> it was very simple. It was very basic. And I needed more out of her at this point. My husband, we were watching and my husband was like, what kind of great value cheap version of Barbara Streisand is she <laughs> it was not it just, good it wasn't good I would say her makeup she did tone down her makeup and she kind of looked like Rafaela a little bit the look is just cheap it's just a shiny fabric and when you look at the actual outfit that she wore it was almost like Thunderdome kind of thing like you know That's like it. Mad Max it was almost chingling like it was sparkly and beautiful and it was oversized on the shoulders. And then this one just feel, I know that it was supposed to be a ruffle at the edges, but it feel like when you stretch your fabric too much on the, yeah. on the sewing machine and then bacons the, sewing, yeah. the, the fabric, it was, uh, she's a front runner, but this is just, nah, the, it was not good. Ambrosi will say she was incredible. Calvo says that her TV presenter face waiting to be fucked from behind was like making a face from the 90s waiting for something. He liked it. He liked the look on the runway and the attitude. Anna says the look is iconic and then you can see Raffaella and her colors represented on this runway, but she would have preferred a shinier gold as this fabric was just black. For me, it was not good. It was a Raffaella nah. Yeah, Raphael, nah, definitely. It just it seemed like she took her grandmother curtains and made an outfit with it. Like black. The audience, 34% Raffaella. 66% Rafael Na. Mm -hmm. Next up, Drag Set Loss. Hair by Tamito Fernandez. She's got the gold evening dress that Rafaela wore, which already had elements of drag and still managed to drag it up. I think the dress looks good for her and she's able to make herself bigger and elongate her body with those sleeves. She really does know how to do proportions well. I think the gold could have been a bit bolder as it kind of felt green in this light. And yes, this is a tribute runway, so she could have gone much softer in the face. But if Jirigi can get away with her mug, why does Setlas get penalized? 
Of course, because it's like go for the alternative queen, right? Um, I don't know. I, I liked it. I liked her makeup. It's it's that whole thing of keeping a little bit of your brand with what you're doing. Exactly. They're not they're not impersonating Rafaela. They're emulating Rafaela. Um, yeah, the outfit looked a little bit like um like you know like like a penny that's been oxidized the one the one that falls at the bottom of your cup holder in your car and you find it about yeah. six months later yeah um it wasn't totally gold but i liked it i mean it was flowy it was beautiful um i love those poofy sleeves um and how high waisted those pants were like mm-hmm. it was it was it was cute and her wig was second best yes in the whole runway Pablo will tell them that the ad was funny, but it was dirty to him and uh, out of control. Ambrosia liked that she threw herself into the pile of foam, but they were missing grounded character as they weren't very clear. He didn't enjoy the situations. Ruth loved it and the Murcia accent. Anna says she presented the look well, but the makeup didn't remind her of Raffaella. And Setless wanted to capture her essence, but use it as an inspiration for how Setless would dress. Anna will respond that it's powerful tribute, but she wanted more of Raffaella's essence. Like, I guess Italia didn't give them what they wanted, so now they're, like, trying to milk the Spanish queens to finally get something from it. And it's just like, girl, like, you're if you're going to do an impersonation runway, then you have to require them to do an impersonation makeup. But that's not part of it. It's supposed to be a thousand nights of whatever and just kind of emulate the person i don't know i feel like i like this i, I would like give this Raffaella. Raffaella too Raffaella. 79 Raffaella, 21 Raffaella. nah and finally marina no designers listed she's giving you the inspiration straight up with the gold sequin jacket and the black and gold dress with the sequin bust for someone who goes into her own fantasy world she really stepped out of the box and tried something different it's the assignment she got it could she have dragged it up even more yes and I wish she gave us some sort of surprise. This is the most fun we've seen Marina have on the runway this season. She is a storyteller, and this is clear here. Yeah, I mean, I agree with her stepping out of the box. I'm just so confused with why do they choose these looks when Rafaela has so much more that is way more drag. Like she has a pleather red jumpsuit. She had uh, a sequins black, almost like nude illusion. Mm-hmm. Nobody showed the belly button. Like, like we're we're missing things here. I mean, I like this. Um, it's it's a you know Monet when we first saw her, right? Like just yeah. a, a bathing suit with some black stockings. I, I, it's not nothing to gag over. Ruth says they're almost too much of a perfectionist. Anna says the choices she made with her look were wonderful. It's essentially an elevated bodysuit with the bandeau element, and she presented it wonderfully. It's very safe for me, but I'll still give it a Raffaella. Raffaella, nah. Sorry. All right. Kind of the audience is kind of in the middle. 57% Raffaella, 43% Raffaella, nah. Now, I would like to make a statement. I would like to officially say that Farina Kant still won the Raffaella runway on both franchises. Justice for Farina! Give her the fucking crown already! How did she lose? I'm still pissed off! Still pissed off, oh fucking Electrobionic! I can't well, believe it! So I don't so I don't know, but I did when I did go back and watch the Italia episode. Um even though I'm 50-50 with the cast of Espana, I kind of like the Espana better. 
that's fine. But I think Farid Count was still brilliant. That blue, oh, she looked stunning. Yeah. And she didn't even win that version. It was Divinity who won that one. Yeah, yeah. Farida no, Khan should have won the season. Unfortunately, Elastro Bionic won the season. Do you know how many maxi challenges she won? Zero. She never won a maxi challenge to won the season. You know, like like Alyssa Edwards said, honey, you just coasting, bitch. Coasting. Still mad. Still very mad. I actually um, uh, uh, shared on Instagram with Steph Redicon still wins over two franchises. And she retweet, uh, reshared it on Instagram. I was like, thank you. You know how much I adore you. And you know I will go to bat for you as the um, best loser to never win. Now, before the Queens, well, wait, wait, wait. you were going to say something about uh, Rafaela before we ended the, the, the runway segment. One time? <laughs> yeah, you said you were going to say something. Make well, a statement it, I, or a comment. Yeah, I think, I think it was that. I, I think I mentioned it a little bit with, with the outfits. She literally like went above and beyond with her outfits and she sold sex. And so to me, there was such a missed opportunity with all this like oversized jackets mm -hmm. and yeah. dresses that looked like they were bacon at the bottom um oh cali mantle uh anyways but uh <laughs> but yeah it's just one of those things where it's like they could have gone farther um and i'm not talking about like designer clothes or like kind of stuff because that's the thing that i like about espana that it's a little more raw but it was just not taken there it was very h&m with no stones on it so yeah. i just it, it was very blah when mm -hmm. you have a person it's like if you would have done you know, a, a night of, uh, I mean, we did a night of Madonna and everybody wore kimono, but a night of, um, of like Lady Gaga, which they did. When you saw, it was still outfits, kind of block. <laughs> yeah, some of them were very block because they went with like other franchises Literal. of movies yeah. and TV shows. But, um, but to me, it was just like elevated. You know, like like if mm -hmm. the person already elevated it, why would you bring it down? I agree. So that was my thing that every single thing that I've ever saw um, Rafaela in, it's all, it was always over the top. It might've been skin tight, but it was over the top when it came to the design. Now, before the Queens exit the stage, it's time. The dreaded question has arrived. Who should go home and why and get ready for a doozy? The Queens of Spain are not afraid to share what they are feeling and not follow the first person's opinion. I love this. Now, Sharon starts off and says it's tough as they're all at the same point. She says that she can see that sometimes her personality doesn't live up to everyone else. And so she's going to say Marina. Estrella is next and says, based on the ads, she will say Celas. Marina will say it's hard, but she says Suryuji. And she has come a long way, but she doesn't have a real reason. Okay, great, Marina. Good, good for you just losing the plot. Setlas says, not based on tonight, but because of their versatility, because while she tries to bring something different to the each runway and challenge, she hasn't seen that from Jereji. Vanadita says it's awful, but we'll go with the ads and says Marina. And finally, Jereji says the same as Vanadita and goes with the ads. And the person who wowed her the least was Marina. That is three votes for Marina, two votes for Setlas, and one vote for Jereji. What did you think of this? Do you wish that the American queens would get this more cutthroat like I do? Oh my yeah. God. Listen, I think that there was a, you know, when, when they've asked this in previous American, um, I hate saying American, United States um, renditions of the show or franchise, um, they ask, 
based on the competition. It's normally towards right. the end, blah, 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 blah. So, but Supreme said very clearly, based on today's challenge, right? who do you think? And so I feel like everybody answered based on the challenge was good. But when Yurigi and, uh, gosh, her name always escapes me. Setlas. Setlas started going at each other because they chose the whole competition. I was like, this is the drama that I want from the American mm-hmm. version. Ah, please agree yeah. get back. Um, because yeah, no, it was, it was cutthroat. Like the other ones you understood, they understood each other. They're like, you know what? Right. Yeah, sure. Blah, blah, blah. But when the cutthroat came and it was like, she's boring. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't like her. She hasn't captivated me. Mm. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. very like. <gasps> We're going to go backstage for Untucked Jr. Uh, it's going to be a tense little sit down. Supreme's <laughs> oh, question dude. is about to cause some problems. After the niceties are over, Sharon, as the den mother, says that they can't fall apart because of the question. They had to pick someone to choose. They did. Australia says she feels guilty in the situation as she is the one who picked the teams. She thinks that Lessa Marina's ad was the least funny. And it might have been her fault. Because they were paired up. And Marina says it's just part of the game. She played it safe. Australia will say that she based her answer on the question, but if she based it on everything, her answer would have been Jirichi. And bitch, she's not thrilled. She says her looks always look perfect and she can't criticize her on the looks, but she always sees the same thing. (laughs) Jirichi will say that that's called consistency. But Astraea says at the end of the day, you need some versatility. And I'm like, I love this. I mean, Ooh. would you make paella without rice? Mm-hmm. That, like, that's going to be my line now. Even to people who don't know how paella is made, I'm just going to look at them and be like, would you make paella without rice? <laughs> I don't think no. so. That's called consistency. Jerizzi <laughs> will talk on her pussy phone. Um, and say the least versatile of the group and dig that Astrea is the funniest in a passive-aggressive manner. To try to break the tension, Sharon will joke that her pussy gets great coverage. Didn't work. Didn't work. It was good. good attempt. Good attempt. It was funny, but it just didn't break the, the tension. Astrea is not liking Jirigi's attitude, and neither am I. She finds it embarrassing and rude and mean. Setlas will tell us that she doesn't like being treated like a moron because the only thing she can do is pull a phone out of her pussy. She feels like she hasn't done anything else and it's wrong for her to criticize and ridicule the others. Sadas will tell the group that she's mature and grounded enough to know what's going on and she can handle things. She feels Sariji thinks she's a goddess and makes everyone feel like shit. She hopes that everyone sitting there understands why names were said. Sariji's going to snap back and say that if she had not been with Marina, they would have both picked them and Jirigi will give her a backhanded compliment that she is a great queen but she's not fucking funny <laughs> listen okay so I got flashbacks and I love this queen and this queen has grown and she's amazing but on her season this is the kind of flashback I get it was giving me very much Violet Chachki <laughs> very much are you talking to the doll? Mm, I have no time. I have no reason to talk to you. I'm amazing. I'm, I'm great. You're not. You're funny. You're, that's all you are. That's the, very much what I got from her. And I don't know if it's age. I don't know if it's because she's young. I don't know if it's because, I mean, she is beautiful and she does pull out some really good looks, but her attitude is just not my favorite. It, it's, it's interesting that we always find the quote unquote fashion queens 
to always talk derogatory down to the comedy queens. Yeah. yeah. It's two it's, different styles of drag, and that's just what it is. Correct. And and, and it's not just a you know a US thing that we see it all across. It's right. like kind of like a like a global plague that's getting all yeah. these young queens, all this, you know, models getting to be mean towards the normally older funny queens. That's that's we'll retort that she may not be funny to her, but Jerisha isn't funny in her eyes. She says that they tell her that what they tell her, and she has to judge in this moment. She calls her just another colleague. And I was like, ooh, ooh, not sister, you're a colleague. That's the burn. <laughs> Marina notes that she was named the most, but she doesn't take it personally, which I'm like, wow, the airhead is actually okay with this, fine. She does find it disrespectful, though, to have people running around saying others are not funny. They don't have the right to say anyone is better or worse. Correct. Jodichi says the difference between her and Setlas is she gave feedback on the challenge and Setlas gave a general comment. Jodichi is convinced that there are bitches there who are threatened by her drag. Ew. Setlas knows who she is and what she has done. She's just not the platform queen. It pisses her off that she's expected to be versatile when the same is not expected for others. And I have to admit, she does have a point. I agree 100%. It's it's this whole thing of, you know, you need to step out of your comfort zone. We didn't see, you know, Rafaela on your face. You need to step out of that look. And then it's like the other one's getting praised for wearing the same bottom lash that she wore the last three episodes. Right. It, it's, I don't, I don't Consistency. Jiriji <laughs> <laughs> says, you may not see me being versatile, so wait until the judges have, what the judges have to say. And Setlas says, the only thing she's achieved is playing dumb and moaning. Ooh. <laughs> well, the decisions have been made. And for the first time, we have a double win. It's Sharon and Estrella. Benedita Jerez, you're going to be safe with me and set us on the bottom. What are your thoughts? Because I personally do not think Sharon should have gotten the win. And I think Australia should have gotten it. But I think we see what's coming. The writing is on the wall. I think yeah. the results of the season are kind of yeah. going somewhere. Yeah, I think I think this was Estrella's 100%. Um, and, you know, this it was like a cop out because you want this one to do great so you can crown her. You know what I mean? And so how many challenges has Sharon won? Three. Three? Oh, okay. So, I mean, she don't need and, another one to no, justify and Estrella, that she, and, Well, she Estrella has two. So that's the problem is it would have been tied. And I think if we're trying to set up someone winning yeah. over the other, yeah, you yeah, go, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just, just a thought. There's three more episodes to go. But I hate did you wins. know? I do too. But did you know that Sharon and Australia do win another prize? They win a year's supply of dick waffle. Listen, penis shaped treats. I can't. I can't. Oh. It's it. So it's funny because I didn't catch that part. I don't know if I was looking down at my phone when that happened on the show when they won what they got. Might have been in the bathroom. I don't know. But um. I was wondering, like I said earlier, I was wondering if it was a, a product placement, but it's just it so waffle. weird. It's just so weird that they put it on the on the videos and then they don't tell you anything until they win. It's like, oh, by the way, we forgot the person Dick who waffle. Uh, yeah, who pay your paychecks today is this candy candidates. <laughs> yeah. 
Dick Waffle. How many more times can I say Dick Waffle in this episode? Dick Waffle, Dick Waffle. Yeah, Dick, we're done. Can you no more t-shirts? Dick Waffle. Can you make t-shirts? Can I, can I have Dick Waffle? They I'm, not offering you, I'm not offering Dick Waffle? No, no, they, 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 should, they should sponsor the show. I'm here for it. Okay, I'm going to send them a message. But it is, it is a Rafael Cata night. So, of course, the song has to come from her songbook. But this time it is not Fiesta, the Spanish version. They, like they did on Natalia, they are going to do Que Delor. Um, are you familiar with this song? No. Actually, so this was a new one for you. It was a new one for, I don't know many of her songs, even though she was like a huge, I know her for being a talk show host. Sure. So, um, because have you ever performed career. any of her music? No, uh, actually. Mm-mm. Now's the time. Educate, educate the Alabamians. I'm just kidding. We're not. We're not. They're gonna come for me. We're not in the sticks. But uh, yeah, no, I've actually never done Rafael. Always time to try. A night, night of a thousand Rafaels in Alabama, and and I'll no show. Way. I'll show the cast how it's done. And exactly. Then her outfit. All right. Well, Marina, I have to say, quite impressive. She took the song and went for it in a way that Raphael probably would have. She had the energy. She really gave you a performance. And Setla seemed to be in her head and decided to almost give up. And that was until she did that glitter reveal, which looked simply stunning on camera. Oh, absolutely. I don't know how it looked in person, but the lights and how the cameras caught it, like it was like a tornado of glitter. Poor PA who has to clean that up. It's glitter. It doesn't leave. I hope they had duct tape and they were on the like, stage. I would not be shocked if next week's episode, the stage is still filled with glitter. Oh, that next season, season <laughs> three, you'll find some of that gold glitter. <laughs> In the end, it just was not enough. And it was quite a surprising elimination, honestly, to see Setless is eliminated and Marina is safe. Yeah. I, I So I've, I've been following Setless, drag Setless for a very long time. And oh, very long time, like a year. And so I, I'm surprised to see that. And, and it'll show. It shows you that you know it's in a competition. Anything can happen, you know. Yeah. Um. But when I watch, I watch the carnivals, and when I watch those, you know, those talents are pretty much like pageant talent, right? They they have yeah. dancers and props and all this kind of stuff. And she does amazing and looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's just you know the the curse of reality tv that you can be really great and then just have a really bad day you know yeah how would you do in those um heels in those in those giant boots i don't <laughs> i can barely um wear would you fit in a building heels. i don't think i would i think i would have to sleep outside you know those <laughs> skeletons they say sell at home depot yeah yeah <laughs> the giant ones that would be me that would be me That's just standing fair. outside of my house, putting my hand on my roof. That's it. <laughs> well, there were tears all around. And I think Setless was actually just devastated. But when she cries, her makeup runs. Please, someone, someone give her waterproof mascara. Please. I think she moved those around on purpose. I think there was a lot of this. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it was very well placed just at the ends. <laughs> um, but it was very much... It, it was it was very um, vagina heels moment, you know. Like I was waiting for that cry off stage. It was it was very much oh, like I, I was hoping for the for the um, producers of España to pull a vagina moment and just keep her microphone on, but they didn't. So, yeah. um, but I mean, she was devastated backstage, devastated. 
Well, I got some burning questions for you to wrap this podcast. Are you ready? Ooh, burn me. What is Drag Celeste's legacy? All heels? At least she didn't wear only the heels. She gave versatility, unlike she her drag mama. Yeah, I guess, I guess just, you know, given what people want, but not achieving the goal. Yeah. Well, next week, it's a roast um, with last season's top five. First off, who are you excited to see back? And who are you worried about doing a roast? I'm, I'm worried uh, about Jirigi. Or Jir- I'm worried about Marina. Marina. What the hell is going to come out of her mouth? Marina, yes. Like, I, I'm excited to see Estrella, most of all of them. Uh, she has a really good sense of humor. Um, and I'm excited to see Sharon, of course. Uh, but I just don't see the other three girls doing very well. Um, so, I mean, one of them is going to win the challenge. And it's probably, I agree. It's probably going to be Sharon. I'm just, the writing I, is on the wall. I think whoever wins next week's challenge will likely win the season. And it's probably... And when it you to go far. Well, I mean, I ask it every week. After seven episodes, the winner of the season is... Around. I think it's going to be Sharon, but I really, Sharon. I really want a straight to win. I, I think it would be perfect. I think I so I always have this idea of like the strategy that you know Drag Race has to put into the shows to be able to keep going, right? And so they had they got the young, hot, uh, beautiful winner last year or last season. They have to get the season one that everybody knows. You know, she's she's been on the trenches with Supreme. Like, she's been doing this for a while. She's a singer. She has music. So, yeah, to put Estrella in it, even though she would be really good at it, it does not make sense marketing-wise for Drag Race España to put right. Estrella on the camera. That ground. being said, could you not see how much fun... Uh, Carmen and Estrella would have on tour together as the winners. Yes. That's the show I want to see. Yes, and I want to see a 40-year-old alcoholic Sailor Moon outfit from her. She yeah. has to do it. Now, I am I, worried about the translation of the of the roast because Spain, uh, Spaniard uh, sense of humor is very different than from Latin American sense of humor. We don't even get it. Um, and then to translate it into English, this translators at World of Wonder are having their cut, like their work cut out for because mm-hmm. it's going to be difficult. Yeah, it's. I, I'm excited. I don't know if they're each going to get a queen to roast or if it's just like a general, but mm-hmm. I can't. Wait. I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for it. I found I found Dick Waffle. They're in Barcelona. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're okay. in Barcelona. Um, and this pictures look delicious. There's one with like birthday sprinkles. Sorry. Ooh, ooh, dick waffle. Come on. All right. Well, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Yes. Uh, if you want to send me money, you can do it on Venmo at uh, at S Cox. That is C O C X, not the regular way of spelling it. Uh, and uh, for my social media, uh, you can find me under Sharon Cox, uh, and that is COCX as well. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. 
Um, I am the newly crowned Miss Pride, Miss Birmingham, Miss Central Alabama Pride. So I'm going to be very busy. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to be very busy this, this summer, but uh, super excited about what's coming. You can also find my podcast that I have not uploaded an episode in almost a month because, you know, depression, um, but it's called Look Who's Tuckin, uh, and you can find it on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was a blast. Well, thank you for having me. And, you know, if you ever if you ever can find somebody, if you ever need just somebody to talk to, just let me know, girl. I got my pink room right here. Look, the colors match drag race. It's perfect. A huge thanks to Sharon for chatting. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at thinkingnow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.